This podcast is brought to you by Rugby for Heroes. Rugby for Heroes are a not-for-profit organisation who raise money for military charities. They do this through organising fundraising events revolving around the themes of rugby, alcohol, good company, networking and good food. They were formed in 2009 in the wake of the death of Private Joe Whitaker, who was sadly killed on operations serving with the Parachute Regiment in Afghanistan in 2008. Since their formation, Rugby for Heroes have raised nearly £120,000 for military charities. Their support that they provide people, that they provide charities, is incredible. An innumerable amount of people they've helped over the years, both directly and indirectly. Myself, I've been a beneficiary of Rugby for Heroes in the past, and I am very, very grateful for the support they provided me and the support they continue to provide many others. Male... Female, in fact, whatever your gender, whatever your service, military, ex-military, rugby for heroes exist to support you. They have got a number of events lined up for 2022. Uh, just find them on social media at rugby number four heroes or go to their website rugbyforheroes.org. Easy peasy. I strongly recommend you come along to one of the events. I've been to every single event that they've done since I came to know about them, and I plan to go to every single event in the future. The supper clubs are great. Each supper club features at least one guest speaker of notoriety, either in the military community or the, the society at large. Um, they're well worth going to. All of the events are worth going to. Rugbyforheroes.org. This podcast was also brought to you by the Aardvark Group. The Aardvark Group was founded in 1982 and has established itself as a major player in its field, renowned for its exceptional technology and innovative propositions that have supported countless defence ministries, the humanitarian and NGO sectors, and commercial operators in theatres of war and post-conflict environments around the world. Aardvark is foremost a humanitarian organisation, working to help rid the world of the explosive remnants of war. Their technologies are uniquely developed by operators for operators, which ensures that every product, system or platform conforms to the essential criteria of stability, survivability and reliability. Aardvark know that to have a truly lasting positive impact, their technologies must be cost effective. So they've commissioned a number of projects with their research partners to develop technical innovations with the core aim of delivering affordable solutions that can be deployed directly into communities to reduce the incidence of accidents and deaths due to explosive threats. Aardvark are headquartered in the UK and they've got offices in the USA and the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And the Aardvark Group develops technically innovative solutions which support a number of critical sectors. Their portfolio of solutions is extensive with all elements fully interoperable and capable of being integrated into your existing operational platforms. For example, the Aardvark AMCS, the Aardvark Gen 2, the Aardvark Ranger, pretty cool bit of kit, Aardvark Counter Drone Systems, their drone systems too, for example, the Aardvark eBird, and the Enduro, and a bunch of other technologies and services and products they provide. They also have an online shop on their website where you can pick up kit and equipment for the operator. Whatever kind of operating you are doing in whatever environment, I should say in whatever industry, in post-conflict zones, in theatres of war and hostile environments, Aardvark has a shop where you, may be, where you will be able to pick up kit that will assist you on your merry way in those places. 
Go to aardvark.group, check out the shop, check out all the products and services and the technologies. It's very cool stuff. Very cutting-edge technologies are deploying. It's really interesting to look at and see and understand. And when you buy something from the shop for you, use the discount code HHOUR and you will get a discount at checkout. The website is aardvark.group and you can find them on social media, the Aardvark Group. Easy peasy. Also bringing you the podcast today are Combat Cigars. Combat Cigars, I'm very proud to be a part of this company, a relatively new company. They are the only British military veteran-owned cigar company in the UK. We source our cigars from a family farm in Colombia, which has been rolling cigars for an excess of 200 years. These cigars are so good that I know several people were binning off their love of Cubans to smoke combat cigars. I am not joking. I'm not making that up. You can find it out for yourself. I'm sure you'll find it online. They, that is happening, okay? We stumbled across this family who made cigars when we were looking for a, a unique independent supplier who fit the right people to work with, who we wanted to partner with. And my God, the product is incredible. Combat cigars are incredible as, as a result. We are three former service people. Obviously, you know about my background to the podcast. The other two guys behind it as well. They are former Pyro guys. And the cigars we sell are all themed around the military, obviously. We've got four cigars. We've got the Center of Mass. We've got the Victory. We've got the Last Post. And we've got the Oath of Allegiance. And each cigar features a medal ribbon on it relating to the name of the cigar. You need to go on, on the website and take a look quite timely at the moment we've got our victory cigar which is very very popular it's robusta sized it's a beautiful flavor that features the medal ribbon of the south atlantic medal i.e the falkliners medal it is a 40th anniversary this year get on to combat cigars put in the discount code cc oh cc2022 yeah, that's correct cc2022 and you will get money off your next order do it by veteran owned when you're thinking about getting cigars when you're thinking about cigars in general for any reason think combat cigars go to combatcigars.co.uk for your next smoke release, release form it doesn't we're recording we've just literally started recording release forms are bullshit I was getting them signed, right, up until a point. Why is that coming, coming through my headphones, weird? That's right. So right up until me. a point, I interviewed Farage. And he looked, when I asked about it, he looked at me like I had two heads. And I looked further into it. And basically, simply by being on the interview with, you, with me now, you were consenting to it. Yeah, but that's the interview bit. It wasn't an interview before when you were filming me picking your nose. Oh, that, yeah, that's different, yeah. Yeah, exactly, mate. That is I'll, like... I won't put that anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Whack, bank. Right, what were we on about? Okay, so... Um, uh, right, tr- first off, there's a bunch of issues. F- <laughs> first off, tr- treadmill. Why, why... Right, you live in Wales, beautiful country, mm-hmm. yeah... Obviously, Wrexham isn't the most beautiful part of it. (laughs) (laughs) But why aren't you running outside? Treadmill's bullshit. All right, there's a few issues to address here, mate. No, I do the issues. You do the responses. (laughs) First, 
I probably have, <laughs> I don't have kids. I probably have too much disposable income <laughs> for one thing. So you know what happens when you get bored? Shoot you buy that, you, that fucking chair out the way. When you get bored, you buy stuff, don't you? And at the end of the day, would you rather be buy a treadmill or I don't know something more destructive? So well, um, a ski machine. Oh, mate, it just look like you're wanking a couple of people off through the window. The neighbors will think that's <laughs> like no. The, so the reason I got a treadmill, mate, is very like. The roads around mine, in, for tabbing and going off over actually on the mountain and stuff, I'm totally with you. I love that side of things. But one, can't run that far these days. Two, don't want to run that far these days. Um, what I wanted, I wanted the treadmill so that I can, I've got the weights and everything at home so I can jump off the weights, do sprints on the treadmill, that kind of thing. They're not sprints. They're not sprints. You're not doing sprints in the treadmill. Oh, that's funny, mate. You because should. my heart and lungs felt like I was doing a sprint. <laughs> they definitely felt like I was doing a sprint. All right. At the end of the day, I'm not trying to be Olympics, am I? Just trying to look good. Anyone on the camera right now? How am I looking? Pretty good. So, <laughs> but no, mate. I, and is a more important bit, mate. I enjoy it. So when I'm out on the on the roads, um, we have got narrow lanes by my house and stuff. Don't know what's coming behind me. Can't have music on. Constantly worried about standing in shit. I'm just. It's not enjoyable, mate. And I want to. I want to be happy in my life. Why is this so big of a deal for you that, that I want to be happy? I'm finally happy. I got my treadmill. I had a great session before I come out here this morning. I was like, oh, I'm gonna do some. I even did some extra things so you and me can go and have dinner later on. And now you're throwing in my face. Why? Why you make it sound like it's a, an agreement we had as a couple? I, <laughs> I moved some stuff around, darling, so we could uh, have that dinner that date night. No. Anyway, extra reps <laughs> I did for you, fucking, mate. Mate, you should have bought an airdyne bike or a ski machine. Uh, sure. One, I've already got a bike. Go out and try. Right, your sprints that you're doing. That you're doing. But no, that, mate, no, you're not these... understanding. Enjoy. What is it about enjoy? There's loads of other stuff I could do, why which are probably you, better why for me. Sprints, though. Why are you choosing sprints? I just enjoy them, mate. I like doing them. They're good outside. They're better outside. But they're not good better outside, mate. Because then there's cars everywhere. I can't have my tunes on. I definitely can't run in my underpants. Tried that. <laughs> <laughs> But right. I like him. I like having everything. I like having everything in my little in, in my little gym. I got my little gym, mate. I've got my I've got my in the corner. I've got my weight stack, and then I've got my kettlebells. I've got a, a power gauge. Got my bar in there. I've got a bench. Everything's in there. It's my gym, and then I don't have to go out and get run over by some dickhead who's flying around the country lanes. So you want to go running, mate? You go running. Let me live my life. How about I do, that? I do sprints on those pitches there outside. Well, you got you saw. Oh, so I just. I uh, sorry, mate. Yeah, so I'll move a rugby pitch. I run move a rugby pitch next to my house, shall I? <laughs> if I could buy a rugby pitch and have that next to my house, I would do, mate. I'm sorry, can't afford the rugby pitch yet. So I got a treadmill. Anyway, anyway, anyway moving on. <laughs> That's our issue addressed. Um, Not over. What's wrong with government? It's fucking all up in your business, isn't it? A bit like you and me, you and me treadmill. It's like, well, mate, what's wrong with government? Basically, in theory, nothing wrong with government, except when they try and then come into your business and dictate to you how to live your life, and then when you don't agree with it, punish you for it. Give me some specifics. What the issue is? Well, well, well I mean, it's a bunch of issues, isn't it? But essentially, mate, it comes down to there's a lot of different ways to live your life, right? lot of different ways and i think that the only person who has a right to decide what you're going to do with your life is yourself and now obviously you know you're pulling a face at me there like but what i do in my life doesn't need to interfere with what's going on with you you got kids and stuff so i think obviously you know you take on kids you have a responsibility to your kids and stuff i don't think it's i don't think you could just be like you know like you well, and actually, I, or I should say this. I do think with rights come responsibility. So just because you can do certain things doesn't mean that you should do, right? So if we use COVID, for an example, um, 
you know, I got ill recently with some kind of bug. It wasn't COVID. So I wouldn't have been breaking any rules to leave the house and go into public places. But I thought, well, this isn't COVID, but I still feel like shit. So you know what? I stay in the house. Don't go and spread it around. That wasn't any law that was telling me to do that. That was just, I don't want to be a dick to other people, you know? Um, and I just think, mate, there's a lot of a lot of issues with government, mate. We could do podcast stuff, podcast stuff after it. But the main one for me just comes down to, even if these people were saintly themselves and followed everything that they did themselves, I still wouldn't think that they had the right to tell another fucking adult how to live their life. But the fact is, they're not even doing, they don't even live by their own stuff. They're, they're, they're not even, um, I would say, kind of um, moral people. You know, these are the people who, like, these are the, this is the group of people, the institutions. I know technically the knighthood, you know, the knighthood that Tony Blair got isn't technically from the government, but it's all part of the same institutions. You know, here's a guy, lies a country into a war, uh, which has caused at least 183,000 civilian deaths up to this point. You know, oh yeah, we'll give him a knighthood. Can't even just let him go off in a corner and die quietly. You know, have to keep have to keep the wheels turning on this stuff. And I just think, mate, is it really too much to ask to just fuck off and leave me alone? Let me live my life. You go and live your life. And um, if we want to do business together, we'll do business together. Um, and how about if we disagree on something? That's fine. You're allowed to have a disagreement. Just you're allowed to you're allowed to think differently to me. Um, I, I just think, mate, this this idea that another group of Adults, just because they're wearing a suit and get together within each other in a certain building, that they get to tell other people what to do on threat of violence. And this is what this is the and like the kind of the crux of the issue is. It's one thing for a group of people to think that you should live your life a certain way, but all of this we have to remember: everything that the government does is on uh, the the fact that they back everything up with violence. If you don't do what they say, they'll send the police around. What will the police use to get you to do what they want? They use violence. What is putting somebody in a prison against the will? It's violence. What is what is um, what is taking somebody out of their house against their will? What you know? What is closing? What's the alternative? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, <clears throat> you're talking like right. You're talking like these decisions have been put like escalation of force have been put in place because that's a wanker thing to do. It's not. No, no, no I'm not saying they're wankers, right, mate. Right, 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 I'm not right. saying they're wankers. And I do think a lot of this stuff comes from people with good intentions. It doesn't matter how good your intentions are. You have no fucking business in my business. That's it. So it, you might be acting with the best intentions. I might think right now, oh, you know what? Some nice combat cigars over there. Plug, you're welcome. <laughs> um, some nice combat cigars over there. But you know what? I don't think Hugh should be around cigars, so I'm going to take those off him because I'm one grown man making a decision over another. That'd be, that'd be ridiculous. Or like... Hang on, hang on. You are blurring the boundaries to, between what's required as a society to function as a modern society. So do you think laws shouldn't exist? I do think that I, I'm not saying that all laws shouldn't exist, right? Because there are certain ones where I, I think we, could, like most people, would agree on. For instance, um, abuse of children. Then that's something that we go all come together with. But like, I, you know, I put a couple of polls up on my social media today because one of the th people things people always say is, "Well, you know, got to keep drugs illegal or everyone will be doing them." Would they really? How many people do you know would be going? Oh, the only reason I don't do heroin is because it's illegal. Uh, sorry, yeah, because it's legal. You know. Like, you and me right now, if heroin or if, if crack was legal, instead of having a nice combat cigar after, um, we would be having some combat crack pipe. Do you know? We wouldn't be, would we? We're not going to go and have some Funny crack after. you should mention that. I hear that sitting in the pipeline. Combat cigar, <laughs> hey. combat crack pipe. You're just waiting for the yeah. war on drugs to end. But, you, so. but, you, but you're not going to do it, are you? Like, um, and even if someone wants to go and smoke crack, what the fuck shouldn't they? 
not what, what's that got to do with you and me? You and me, mate, and this is the other thing. You and me have been in countries around the world shooting people for money. So the idea that you and me have any moral authority to tell anyone no, else but, how to live their life. But, 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 right. What you, would, what you seem to me to be doing is nitpicking valid issues <clears throat> with the law, for example, or the application of the law or government uh, and that whole power structure, right? Nitpicking parts that are absolutely, like, I agree with you on especially in the drugs, I agree with you, are wrong. But then applying that broadly and saying things like they shouldn't have the power to come and tell you not to do what you want to do, when they should absolutely have the power to come and tell you not to do what you want to do if it falls within certain areas that are deemed to be not good for the greater good society people. Don't murder that person. Don't abuse that child. Don't steal that person's money. That's all, so that all that stuff, mate, all of that stuff is aggression towards another person. So I'm not saying usually, like, one of the things I believe is obviously, you know, that all kind of libertarian <coughs> principle of the non-aggression principle. But if you're doing something and you aren't going out and hurting other people, you know, I mean, obviously, you shouldn't be allowed to go and rob other people. That's aggression. You shouldn't be go, allowed to go and beat up other people. It's aggression. You shouldn't be able to go and abuse kids. Aggression. You shouldn't be able to go and rape people. Aggression. But outside of that, and the other thing as well is, mate, why do we need a government? Because that, that's something that pretty much... You find me somebody that says they think it's all right for you to go around just beating people up. Or you find me someone that thinks they're all right to go around murdering people. That isn't something that we need somebody in Westminster to tell us is not all right. So they use that kind of framework, mate, and then which most of us agree on, and then they put all this other stuff off the back there. So like the other day, I had to go and pay... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, hang go on, on, go on hang then. On, hang on. Let's come back. Right, ignore the word government, right? So this is a, this is a structure that is it, it's come to be in place now through the way the UK's evolved. It's come to be in place now because of a need to have checks and balances in place for us to function as being society and business, right? If that is not, if we don't need that, what is what is the alternative? Well, let me, just, uh, and here's one of the things, mate. I'll say, I don't have all the answers on this, but like I always say, I don't need to know, I don't need to be a fireman to know that house is on fire. I know that oh, some, no, 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 it's true though, mate. I, I think it's fine to say that like, you know, I can look up the stars and be amazed by the stars and not, you know, but not understand everything about how the, how the solar system works, right? Same as I can look at government and know that something's wrong with it and not say that I have all the answers. And this is something that I think I've started to be more interested in. But I'm not going to say that after four or five years of thinking this, I have any kind of answers to it. So even though I have some ideas in my head now that I could say to you off the top of my head, I don't feel that I know those through enough to be confident in saying that that is the answer. All I know <coughs> is that it is wrong for somebody who has never met me to think that they have any say in controlling my life or anyone that's never met you to say that they have a right in controlling yours. I think it's wrong to extort money out of people because that's what taxes are. I haven't got a problem paying taxes but voluntarily, of, but I do have a problem with extorting them. One of people. the examples of telling you, someone telling that you can't do something, even though they've never met you, which is non-violent, for example, would be me, um, me, uh, committing fraud you fraudulently selling you something bribing you or blackmailing you all right now i, w I would argue that that is a, a form of violence okay. I, I would argue that that is a, is, is a form of violence It's theft which i would argue is a form of violence you know i i think i think it's fair to say when, mate, when you're saying people tell, who don't know you never met you should be not telling you okay uh, you, uh, are you specifically talking about lockdown no is no that, that is an example yeah, but let's example. let's say for instance one i'll tell you what one of my favorite examples 
Alan Turing, chemically castrated by the British government. That was the 1940s. But mate, the, but government is still government. So you're saying that like oh, that's different. That's only different now because now you and me, how we have a different attitude on that. If we were sitting here, we'd be go, you'd be going, well, the gov you know, obviously the government's got a good reason for chemically castrating Alan Turing. You'd be saying that because that would be the norm of the era, right? So right now, you know, one of them I'd say is lockdowns, as in forcing people's businesses to shut. That would be what's one. What's wrong with what's wrong with that evolution of ideas, though? That that what's wrong with that? What's wrong with it, mate? Is that people fucking suffer in the meantime, and no, they suffer no, for no, no reason? Because what what you do, what what people like, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with the Alan Turing thing. Completely wrong, but those ideas were based on what we knew and understood at the time, right? And no, I think what, I don't. They, they they weren't what we knew, and they they weren't what we knew. Okay. And th and this is the thing, the moment. What are they based on? Then? They are based off what a few people and a few organisations put out as the ideas of the time. And so, for instance, there's a lot of people out there right now who and a lot of organisations <coughs> who would know, who who have a very strong case for. But it, I think one of the easiest ones to use as an example would be like drug 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 legality which is kind of ridiculous when we we say drugs anyway because to put all drugs into like one bracket is ridiculous you know in the first place it's you like you can drink alcohol you can smoke yeah you can exactly, smoke a fag but you can't smoke weed you can't I exactly do xyz exactly which and are less harmful it well and, and also i'd say beneficial i'd say there's a lot more benefits to doing mdma than there is to drinking alcohol I mean, if i had if i had my way if i was in government i would ban alcohol I'm fucking telling you, I'd ban, I'd ban it. Well, I'd be against you banning alcohol, mate. Even though I kind of see where you're coming from with it, you know, I definitely see the I definitely see the downsides of alcohol. If I had the option in the current in the current status, obviously I want to legalize everything. <laughs> 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 I mean, okay, in a choice between having alcohol and not something had to be banned and something else didn't. Maybe like ban alcohol. No, don't, don't ban anything, mate. Stop know, banning stuff. Ban it. Stop sorry, banning stuff, sorry. mate. I'm not in parliament. Let people have a choice. Let people have a choice, mate. Right. Um. So, uh, sorry, yeah. So I'd say that the drugs one is probably the the good example, you know, at the moment. And as I say, you know, there's there's when we say drugs, it's really, um, you know, kind of ridiculous to put everything in in you know the same the same kind of bracket. I forget, I forget where we're going with this. Now, well, you right? have to have governance, right? You're talking about the government being a problem. You have see, you have to have government. Why, why do you have I, to? Hang on, hang why on. Do you have well, to? I'm going to get there. Just hang on a minute. Why? It's my fucking. Tell me show. why. Tell me why we have to. Have <laughs> you have to have governance. Why? Okay. Fucking hell. Shut up. The problem at the moment is government is not functioning as it should. It is corrupt, okay? I, I think, <clears throat> and it's not just the British government, and it's not just the fucking Conservatives, Labour, it's all the same. It's a, it's a dirty, dirty industry. The same as it is, it is in most Western, Western democracies, right? Now, we have a system in place now which doesn't work. I've, I think I talked to Gaz. Walsh with this. We've got a system in place now which was needed years and years and years and years ago when we didn't have electronic communications as one example where we needed people to represent the interests of the town or the village or the constituency to go and take that opinion on XYZ whatever to parliament and represent the town. We don't need that anymore. You don't need a person to go and carry that message. You can do it in other ways. And also money, capitalism, flicking everything else Social media has made it worse. Everything else means that more often than should be the case, which should never be the case, but what's happening is members of parliament or and people who aren't MPs, but want to be MPs, they misrepresent what the constituency think should happen. They do things 
they make decisions and voice opinions in Parliament that are in line with what they want for themselves, not necessarily what the constituency wants, right? Now, the reason I say you need governance is if you remove all governance and go, okay, let's remo- let's revert to, so one argument is, I've heard it said before, oh, let's revert to natural law. Let's revert to the idea that people are inherently good. They understand inherently what is good and what is bad, okay? Let's just say that is true at the moment, okay? If you revert and go, and somehow you might manage to dial it all back some fucking how, and all of a sudden we haven't got governance. And you and me, guys, are living in a village in a town somewhere, and we've got neighbours and all that, and we've got our little allotments and fucking whatever. We're living as we are, okay? That doesn't work. Why not? Because, well, one, uh, distribution, uh, resource distribution. Well, I, 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 yeah, but sorry, mate. I, no, i got to jump in. Why does resource distribution stop without government? Like, because wh- 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 because wh- you have something I want. And well, I, that, that, that's the case now, though. But why, yeah. why do we need? Why can that not be done through private entities? Why does that have to go through the government? Okay, so let's peel it all back. We've got, we are sitting here in the UK with a lot of crops. We've got excess food in some, in some types of food industries. We've got excess that we don't need. We've got surplus. We throw away fucking how much a, a, a day? And we know that there's a we know that there's a uh, shortage of food in Africa, for example. Who decides who to take what from where and where it should go? Who decides it? All right, one. Since when uh, do we really give a fuck about helping out other countries? Like so that as, as if that is the government. We what our government does, mate, when it comes no, to no, other no, countries. No, 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 no hang on, mate. That wasn't the what it does, what our government comes to doing with other countries, is invading other countries and fighting wars with other countries. That's what our government does with other countries. When it comes to um, you know, like what what people have. If you've got land, if you've got crops, or whatever like that, all that does gets done through business, mate. Like, there's there's no reason to have a government involved in that. Like, what do they come in and do? They put layers of regulation, layers of regulation on, and you can make an argument that some of those layers are warranted. But then, whenever the government needs to create more jobs because it's trying to, um, you know, trying to boost its numbers, as in uh, sorry, boost its ratings. Right, well, we got to get some, right. We got to get more jobs so we can show that there's some kind of improvement in the job market. They'll go and add layers of bureaucracy to things. It gets harder and harder to get things done, um, which stifles. Um, sorry, man, I'm uh, struggling on the word here. Stifles um, what? Uh, fucking hell. Uh, you, I would say kind of uh, creativity and you know, in, oh, yeah. The, innovation. Yeah, innovation. Sorry, yeah, yeah, exactly, mate. Um, it kind of stifles that, and I, I just think that this idea that you need government for things to get distributed and for things to for businesses to work i just don't i just don't buy that you know well, what, well I, in that example if we're gonna say that um if you're gonna let's say you haven't got government and businesses can organize like self-regulate right mm-hmm. can self-regulate themselves and they can we're talking about they would run the country in that respect then mm-hmm. then you've got a bunch of then you've got a bunch of organizations and corporations whose main intent is to make money and all of a sudden at the top of the tree you haven't got people who try and make money but aren't haven't got all the access and ability to be able to do it i.e. the people in government now then they do try and they do you've got all the people instead who actually absolutely can make money they can exploit workers and exploit system to line their own pockets so I, 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 th- I think you and me have an ideological difference because I think I agree with you mate those companies will do that but I also think that you also have a you have an option then to opt out of supporting that company and supporting another one. You don't have an option of opting out of government, uh, and that is my issue with government. It's the it's this idea that you don't get a choice. Like right now, if I if I don't like the way that um, I got an Apple phone, if I don't like the way Apple do business, I don't have to use Apple anymore, right? I can go and use a I can use a competitor and stuff with government, mate. If you don't do as they say, you are going in a fucking cage. Taking that forward a step, 
if there was no government and no regulations in place and it was self and there's self regulation, you'd still have an Apple, except Apple wouldn't be restricted. They would be allowed to get a monopoly, which they've almost got anyway, but they haven't quite got exactly. one. So what's the and if done? you and if you go and buy a and if you were to go and well, let's take let's not use the example of a phone. Let's use the example of someone who provides an essential an essential well, phones are arguably essential. If you didn't buy that or wanted to have that and want to use something else, you'd get restricted because you weren't buying what they wanted you to buy and they run the country. But well that yeah, but that again, they have become essentially a government at that point, haven't they? But if 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 for instance, so like let's well, let's say be. for once, I think the argument of monopolies is actually a really good one. Because it goes to show the governments are fucking useless in this department anyway. Because if they were doing their jobs, we wouldn't have the Facebook monopoly, we wouldn't have the Amazon monopoly, we wouldn't have those, they would have been broken up. So that argument that the government would stop that That's is been that but but they've been caught with the whole world's been caught their pants down how fast that technology developed and what social media did. Doesn't matter, mate. Completely the fact, yeah, but, yeah, but the that's, regulations that's, but that's what happens, mate. So the idea is, that's what you're there for. You didn't do your job in that case. So whether or not there's extenuating circumstances, and I think you've got a point that there is, still didn't do it. Whether or not, whatever the, whatever the rules is, still didn't do it. But what have they managed to do in that time? You know, and for instance, for instance this is the reason I have a fucking massive issue with government, mate. Because... <laughs> Like, I agree with you, mate. I think, if you, if you had to say to me now, gun to my head, what do you think the, the system should be? I think it's probably some form of minimal government, right? Where it's like people, you know, where it's the things that we can all really agree on, like I said, the, you know, your child abuses, things like that. That there is police forces, that there is taxes that you pay into that kind of thing. That, you, that there is, um, you know, some kind of environmental agency. And I, I think there's a lot of things like that, that people would voluntarily contribute towards if you, you had the choice. Not everyone would, but again, let's be honest, mate, a lot of people already don't contribute in this country with the system that we have, right? And I think there's probably enough people that would contribute because I do believe in the idea that most people do want to live in a harmonious society. Some people don't, and that's that's that. Um, but, you know, this this idea that we give these, these people have so much power, and, and the other problem is as well, mate, is government and these big businesses are not separate. They are the same fucking thing at this point. These people, there's a revolving door between these people. They go from one company to the other, in and out of business. The people that give them the money, the people that back them, they are all one big. So the idea that there's a separate government entity, particularly in America, mate, which is just next level on it. Like, I do think Britain at least has some kind of checks on this stuff. But when you're looking at Britain, government and government, big business and government in America is one and the same. Um... So the idea that they're kind of separate, you know, anyway, but it's it's then it's it's also as you know, we say like the checks and balances and stuff. And I agree with you, mate. I do think that there was some kind of benefit to having the system and stuff before. But we've seen now, like, where are the checks? Where are the checks and, and balances? You know, and it, with these people in any other job, would they still be in their job if it wasn't for the if it, if it wasn't a government job? No, none of them would be. And the idea that you you know you What's have your point to keep. Now, what you mean? So like let's say for instance that, um, like let's let's just say for instance if I find out that um, I've been going to like a local business for a while that I'm voluntarily choosing to go to I'm voluntarily going to a business or I'm voluntarily doing some kind of like voluntarily going to a local organisation or something, and I find out that they've been lying to people and that they've been cheating on their wives and that they've been embezzling funds. I'm going to stop having anything to do with that organization, right? Only if you know about it. Only if you know about it. But we do know about it. We do learn about this stuff. And the fact that it's like, okay, well, we're going to continue to put these rules on you whilst continually being caught breaking them ourselves. And also that when we're caught breaking them. So one of the things, um, I pulled this up the other day because it's one of my favorite 
I, I just think oh, on, the, on this was, you know, we all probably know a lot of the listeners listening. If you're ex army, probably know someone's got in trouble after the army and got sent down. So it might be someone might have got sent down for having a fight in a bar. Someone might have got sent down for selling a bit of drugs. You probably know someone, and you can make an argument that that's right. But then, how do you square that with HSBC getting caught laundering 1.9 billion of cartel money, and not one person does one day in jail? Why didn't they? Because they're protected by the government. They're protected by the lawmakers. So while I agree with you, mate, on the principle of things, I don't think that necessarily government is a bad idea on paper. The fact is, right now we are run by essentially, as, as far as I'm concerned, organised criminals. The problem is, I agree. So the problem is with it. This the problem is with it. There's too much like we're talking about there, there was too much room for individuals to act nefariously and not in the interest of the country. That, that, what I think is that is where we need to be inwardly focused because and whether you call that reform or something else, I don't know. But there was far too much margin for people to not act in the interests of the people. They act in the interests of themselves and they should not be allowed to do that. Years and years and years ago, it was much more hard to do that. It was much more difficult and it was much more motivation to do so. Now, it's just so much opportunity then that they, they go and do it. And and plus, it's an indication of the wrong people get wrong people in government. Mm. Gen I'm generalising. Obviously, some decent people in there. I'm generalising, right? But that's where it, we should be looking at removing the opportunity to be a prick when you're in positions that are supposed to represent the people of the UK because they pull their pants down mm. every single day. I completely am on board with you. But what I don't think is that the actions of individuals, don't get me wrong, there's multiple fucking hell, tens, hundreds of cases all the time, right, of individuals in government being balanced, okay, across the spectrum, you know, even with the opposition, right, across the spectrum, I don't think that's an indication necessarily that having a government is a bad thing. It's just occupied by too many rats. Well, I, I agree with you there, mate, but I disagree on... Because uh, the, the problem is, is it only takes a few bad ones to change everything. And look, at the end of the day, like, you can make... You can make... You can make a lot of positive arguments for government, but that, to me, doesn't take away from the fact that illegal wars, the war on drugs, um, the surveillance war against its own citizens... They might do a lot of good. Like, all right, great. There's a government organization that might come along and find someone if they're dumping some stuff in a local river. Okay, cool. That doesn't take away from the fact that you just killed 200,000 people in Iraq. That doesn't take away from the fact that you just took five years off a young lad's life because he wanted to smoke some weed. It doesn't take it, you know, it does take into away that you just broke a family up, you know, because you don't think that you, you have a, some problem with the way that he wants, they want to live their life that you, you know, that you, that you've decided is illegal. Meanwhile, your people who, so, you know, um, so again, to pull it back to the, the war on drugs thing, for instance, um, you know, let's say a young lad selling some drugs, he goes to prison, you just break that family up, you're probably going to ruin the kids' lives, you definitely ruin their childhoods, they're going to have all kinds of issues, they're probably going to pass on their kid, and you're going to say, well, we got to do it, it's a war on drugs, all right, fine, why is anyone from HSBC going to prison over the London the money? Because you're full of fucking shit. And they are full of shit, mate. And, um, you know, look at Iraq. Um, look, they dragged Brian Wood through the courts and people like Brian. And if he would have found guilty, he'd have gone to prison. Meanwhile, Tony Blair gets a fucking knighthood. There's a, they're a pack of fucking rats, mate. And, and while I agree with you that the system might... It, it's like... The system hasn't evolved to, what, to where it needs well, to be. It, but the thing happened. is, that's yeah, what's, what's but what's the problem is, mate, it's like, you know, we look at governments and stuff in the past, and yeah, they might have served some purpose, but at the end of the day, it fucking served a lot of misery as well, mate. 
they have served a lot of misery over the years. And, and that's just, I don't think you can have government without people abusing the power. So let's say for rights, for instance, like I said, you, with rights come responsibility. Some people are going to abuse their rights. So let's say we didn't have a lockdown. Some people are going to say, well, you know what? I don't really need to be going out and about. I'm going to stay in the house. And if I need to go out and get food or if I need to go out or if I'm feeling like my rent, mental health is really suffering, I'm going to go and see one good mate, you know, but we're going to make sure that we, you know, we're keeping distance and all that. There's going to be some people who are just like, we're going to have a fucking party or whatever. But well, one, those people are going to have a party anyway. Because if you're somebody that thinks that way, it's probably not the fact that it's not, it's not lawful. It's going to stop you doing it. You know, I don't like, you know, I don't think many people, I think a lot of people were so scared with COVID that you didn't need to make it a rule to stay in their house. They would have done anyway. You fucking terrified people, you know? Um, you know, but I would much rather some, like, some idiot goes to see his, his mates and he overplays his individual rights than a government overplays its power and begins a fucking war that never needed to happen or lock up thousands of people every year and break up families that never needed to happen. Someone somewhere is going to abuse the power. So I would much rather that be on an individual level than on a national level. But you're going to have that abuse of power in any organization, any structure whatsoever. So let's not have it. Oh, but, but going back, you can't not have... Right, just going back to your example, when, you, when we talked about not having government, you said leave the... Regu the mm -hmm. regulation could be left and again we're talking broadly we're not going to specifics right so I'm not saying oh yeah. you said the business could fucking run the country right but no 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 but they, but, they don't, but they sorry mate I think you're mis mis misunderstanding me okay. I don't think particularly that we need a country to be run I, I think that locally people will get shit done themselves and businesses will get it done themselves but, but the, but the and reason if, and if it doesn't work and here's the thing right if it doesn't work you it doesn't work. You had the chance to voluntarily go into something and decide for something. And personally, I would rather go down a system where it's like you have a choice and if something doesn't work, it didn't fucking work, rather than um, what we have at the moment, which is, to me, doesn't work. And also, at the same time as it not working, we are, we are also just ruining the lives of millions of people because of some fucking dickhead who is not held accountable for their own actions. Okay. That, to me, mate, is just... That, to me, is... Like, it's the same with COVID, mate. Like, people say, oh, you think you have a great solution to it? Absolutely not. It's one of those things where it's like, there is no good solutions here. There is only least bad, right? As in, like, every, everything that's going to happen is going to have a horrible fucking downside to it. Uh, you know, and, that, and that, I think that's one of the things that was always with COVID and stuff, mate, was one of the biggest lies was this idea that kind of selling a dog, don't worry, we have a solution that's going to work out. It's like, no, you fucking don't. This is like, nature's not going to allow you to have a solution that works out for the best here. Somebody's fucking dying here. It's going to happen. People are going to die. A lot of people are going to go through fucking suffering. Um, you know, but it's almost like, you know, you look at the Second World War. A lot of people died. A lot of people suffered. And it was like, well, we're doing this because we think that these ideals of, you know, freedom and rights and stuff are worth that suffering. Whereas what I think we've had over the last couple of years, thankfully it's turned around. Why is it turned around? Because fucking, again, they got caught with the fucking pants down. Um, like, let's be honest, mate. We wouldn't be ending restrictions right now unless these fuckers had been caught time and again breaking their own rules and were worried that they weren't going to get back into power. That's the only thing that's fucking changed anything. I think people need to remember that. Like, literally, it has taken the fact that they have been caught continuously lying for them to now start to... Um, to make changes and allow businesses to open and make their own make their own decisions is the important thing. If you want to have restrictions on people, customers coming into your business now, you can do. Which is how it should have been all along. You should always have the right to make in your own business, make your own decisions. Um, if you want to, if you want, uh, if you want 
people, if you want to have a limited number of people in your business and all that kind of stuff, that should absolutely be your choice. You shouldn't be... In any circumstance. What, businesses should get to make their own decisions? On who they serve. On who they serve. Um, I, I think yes and no, mate. Because I, I also think that the market then has a... So I, I see where you're going with this. <laughs> so, if a, so for instance, um, I think a good example of this is the, the gay wedding cake one. So you had that company who didn't want to serve... Uh, they didn't want to make a... There was a, they were a very religious couple. But that... Yeah, go on. So, so they're a very religious couple in they America. They got targeted. They got targeted. Yeah, well, they, they yeah. did, mate. And they, so they, so there's, there was this... Um, I think there was, there was a gay rights group, correct me if I'm wrong, who were going around basically trying... trying find they business. were trying all these businesses, trying to find someone that wouldn't make a gay wedding cake. And they found one. And this wedding, this company got all kinds of shit. I think they actually got... Le was it legal action against them and, yeah. and everything? Uh, and like, and I'm like, look, go on, personally, look. if I was a baker, I'd make a gay wedding cake. But if a company doesn't want to make it, then they shouldn't be forced to. The same way as that, that you know, I, I, I don't believe that they should be forced to because at the end of the day, if enough people decide that those, like not to give them their business, then they'll go out of the business. The market will decide it. Um, you know, and, and I think it's, it, it's a tough one, mate, because we are, I do think in a lot of ways, we are starting to see that naturally humans tend to, we segregate ourselves, don't we? We segregate ourselves into groups, into tribes. And, there seems to be like, if you think over the last few years, did you ever think you'd see people trying to segregate by race and stuff so much now? I kind of thought that we were past that. And I think in the UK, it's again, it's not so much of an issue. This is more of an American thing. But you've got like in America now that they are, you know, they are segregating classes and stuff by race again. It's, and they're doing it for a different reason. But you're like, well, segregation, segregation. Um, but I, I do think a lot of the time, mate, that there, there's always going to be companies that lag behind what the kind of general consensus is but the difference with that gay baker is that gay baker who's not making the cake doesn't then come into my house and tell me how to live my life you know and, and that is the difference with with kind of the the government and stuff it's it's not the fact of it's like um you know again you have if you want a baker example you can go and use different companies i don't have a choice of <laughs> i don't have the choice of opting in and out of a i've, I've looked it up have you? I've looked go it on up. go on right <laughs> Oh, you're going to put it on the screen? Is this no, going to be the trying, first thing I'm on the trying, screen? I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, the screen's not working. Right? Oh, mate, brilliant. That'll be the first, the first story oh, ever on sake. the screen. Come on. Come on, mate. We need right, this to I, happen. Oh, shit. You mate, like I think I had too much coffee. I'm fucking flying. <laughs> <laughs> right, I can't put it on the screen because my fucking phone's not connected. Oh, mate, right, listen to this. So you know what you know we're on about them getting targeted. Okay. Ukraine, <laughs> UK Supreme Court backs bakery that refused to make gay marriage cake. Judges find in favour of appeal, ruling there was no discrimination on grounds of sexual orientation. Listen to this. A Belfast bakery run by evangelical Christians <laughs> was not obliged to make a cake emblazoned with the message support gay marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you could say there was a massive cock on there no, or something. No, but you know, Big it's like, veiny oh cock. God. He, he just, they, like, I'm I'm not anti. I'm not. What do you call it? Uh, yeah. What What do you call it? Homophobic. homophobic. That's right. I was going to say anti-homosexual. I'm, I'm not homophobic, <laughs> but they went out targeting. Yeah. That. I mean, it's uh, just you know what you're doing. You're just being a bellend. They They went to so many before that one. Apparently, I I, I don't know if it's the exact. I, I seem to have the number thirty in my head. There's like the thirty from there. I'd probably just making that up. But, um, but the fact that they went around, you're like, well, you guys are dickheads for doing this. Um, but yeah, I mean, I you know, I do think. If, like I said, if I open a bakery, like if I ever open a bakery, are you gay? Come to me. You can have a business or I'll have your business. Um, but 
you know, look, they they are evangelical Christians. They believe in something that I don't believe in, but they have the right to believe that. You know, and I, I think we need to start just fucking respecting other people's decisions. Um, it is a tough a bit, one, that, isn't more. it? It is a tough one, right? It is a tough one because I, I don't, I, I believe discrimination is a necessary thing, but only when it's necessary. So I shouldn't discriminate against someone who's a different skin color to me just because they've got a different skin color to me. I shouldn't discriminate. I shouldn't think any less of someone or treat them in a, in a negative way because they like the same sex as them. And uh, whereas other people, and, and treat other people differently who like, who like opposite sex, right? But in this case, it's religion. It's like literally what they believe. And they're obviously not bluffing. These are a religious couple. <laughs> they're not bluffing. Yeah, it's, not, it's, not like some, it's not like some hideous, you know, depths of fucking Scotland, anti, uh, uh, like homophobic, homophobic, like 30 odd year old who's, who's re refused to serve a gay couple who've come in and then gone, oh yeah, it's my religion. You yeah. know, because people yeah, pull yeah. the, they pull those cards yes, all the time, yeah. don't they? All of the time. It's not like that. These are, you know. I, well, it's like, it's yeah. like the mask, the thing with the mask, Difficult, mate. Though, like, right? I, I really get annoyed with people that are like, they don't have a medical exemption and they're like, oh, I'm not wearing a mask. Uh, and then people say to them, put your mask on, oh, I've got a medical exemption. Look, if you don't know wearing a mask, just tell people I'm not wearing a fucking mask. But don't then bullshit saying, oh, it's a medical exemption. It's avoiding confrontation, I think. But it's not, though, is it? Because everybody knows that this massive, juiced-out, 250-pound bloke is not, is, is, not, is not... The reason he's not wearing a mask is not for a medical <laughs> exemption. It's because he just don't want to wear one. You know, so I, I just think, like... I, I don't like, um, we've had someone um, recently, I've been contacted by one of your boss and that because someone, um, um, won't go into too much detail, but let's just say someone from my company is, is bluffing about some stuff that happened on tour to try and get a claim in. And now I'm all for people claiming something from the, the army if they do it. I'm all for that whatsoever. And I, I think the stigma that we've put on people on that has been a deliberate thing that's been pushed to, to stop a lot of people claiming what they're entitled to. And if someone is listening to this right now and, and if you have been through difficulties or if you've got any injuries and stuff and you're thinking, oh, I don't want to claim because I'm taking it away from the boys. Well, you're not. That money's there. You're entitled to it. If you need it to help, you go and get it. But on the other hand, fucking people are just bluffing it to try and get some money. I think that's disgraceful. You know, I, I really do. And that's one of the problems that we've had with mental injuries and stuff, isn't it? Is one of the problems, the problems about getting it recognized is that we have to accept the fact that a lot of people do fucking bluff it. You know, and and so I've just seen it I right now. I think a lot. I don't think it's a lot. Well, when I say a lot, mate. You know about mental health, yeah. Yeah, when when I say a lot, I mean, it happens regularly. I'm not saying that like if we looked at the percentage of people saying it, it would be like that higher percentage. But I think it's something that happens pretty regularly. I mean, I've certainly come across enough cases of it myself to know that a lot of people bluff it. Um, and when I say bluff it, I'm saying that they're saying that they were in this incident when they never were. Oh, really? They were in this vehicle. Oh, right. they, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not good. They just like, just flat out lie to me because they think that they're going to put a claim in and it's not going to get checked up on and stuff. So they're like, all oh, right, and I was in this and I was with him when he died and I was with him when he died. <laughs> and I just think that's fucking disgraceful, mate. Um, Coming back. Sorry, mate. I'm, ignoring I, that. This coffee is so good. Ignoring <laughs> that. <laughs> ignoring that. In fact, James, Jimmy Barnes, he listened to the podcast. Jimmy Barnes is your uh, Costa. Cheers, mate. Yeah, it's, it's Welsh boy. Welsh boy lives in uh, oh, Cheers, boss. No, no, he lives in uh, Abergawe. No, he anyway, I digress. Coming back to government. So, um, what about police? What about the police? Do you agree with the police? Should we have police? Right, this is a. Can we get. Can we ba -da, ba -ba -da. <laughs> <laughs> Do I agree with the police, mate? Well, it depends what they're enforcing, doesn't it? 
at the end of the day, mate. Like, I, I think that, like we were saying earlier, I think most of us in the country are going to, would come together and agree that um, we want children to be protected. We want domestic violence to um, to be there's some kind of force that will intervene in those kind of instances, that we want murders investigated. I think a lot of us will agree with that. Um, do we want the police used during lockdowns to go and find people who are going for a walk or kicking a football around? I don't think so. Um, and from what the coppers I've spoke to about this, they said that you, you have, apparently British cops actually have a lot of discretion about how they act in a certain situation. Um, and that, you know, in those instances of say a kid kicking a football around where they arrested them and find them, they could have just told the kids to just pick the ball up and go home. They were, they didn't have to follow through on that. Um, well, I, I would I, imagine in those circumstances, come on, I would imagine in those circumstances, it wasn't the case. So they went up and go, you ain't getting arrested. No, mate. Unless it was no, like mate. the umpteenth time. So I knew plenty of people who got stopped. And, and this is, I don't, I'm not making this stuff up, but um, especially, and, and so this is one of the, the places where we saw, so like the last two years, we really saw the variety of forces that we have in the UK because the experience from one force to another could be very different. So in North Wales and that, mate, they were basically just doing v VCPs and just funneling everyone through VCPs, checking the papers and stuff. And it was like, you know, no, that's, no, that's not how it works. You can't just stop fucking everybody and start searching papers and stuff. And, and they, they were basically over, they were over reaching in their kind of powers and, and what they could do. But they were just going out, people going for a walk, stopping, going out, stopping people going for a walk, finding people, mate. And I'm just thinking like, it's a fucking disgrace, mate. Now, there's a lot of cops out there who do a great job and I think um, I, I take my hat off to anybody that can deal with cases of child abuse and stuff. Because I think it break most people, mate. And I, I think those are very special people that do that. Um, but again, it's like any other thing, mate. We've got a finite amount of money. Have we ended, have we ended all cases of child abuse in the UK? Well, that's impossible. It is impossible. But have we ended every possible case? Have we broken up every ring that can be broken up? Have we got every? Have we tracked down every image that's been used? Have we done as much as we possibly can? No, right? Well, in the context we have with everything else that's going on. No, but that's the thing, mate. So if maybe if, maybe, if, maybe if, I don't know. Maybe. If we're not doing if if we if we haven't solved all these other things, why are we using, for instance, why why are we sending out cops to patrol? Why are we why are we sending to a car park? In Snowdonia, twenty cops to check people's papers and stuff. Lockdown Why? has really broken you, isn't it? It, it has, mate. It, really it, it has, it has broken me, mate. Because, <laughs> I, you know, I, I knew people took their own lives during lockdown. I know people who were lost their own their businesses. I know people who have made years of progress on their mental health and their relationships, but it's all gone down the drain. Uh, and it has broken me, mate. And it's, you know, again, like I'm all for this idea of like encourage people to stay at home give people the information like look this is why it's this is why it's fucking bad this is why we need you to stay at home this is why we need you to work at home this is why we need you to forgo see people but look if you're struggling go and see a mate yeah like and, and this is one of the things again mate fucking pisses me off about these hypocritical fucks they're having their parties and stuff and look mate i get it if you're in those positions of government and you're making all those decisions i totally understand why you need to blow out blow off steam so I, I actually don't hold the fact that they had parties against them. I hold the fact that they were punishing other people for doing the same at the same time. You know, like people need to people need to be able to have purpose in life. People need to be able to have community in life and relationships in life. 
and you're locking people down, you know, like so many people, mate, as well. It's all right for like, I'm, I'm really lucky, mate. I live in a nice place in the countryside. Um, lockdown for me, I'm not going to say it wasn't hard. It was because I, I really enjoy seeing, being around with other people and stuff, enjoy traveling and stuff, all that. You know, the traveling were obviously not so much of a thing, but not being around other people and seeing people, mate, it was really hard. And I started drinking way more, which is obviously a negative loop in itself, you know, all that stuff, mate. And and I was doing, I was trying to go through the, mate, I was trying to do the fizz every day. I was doing all that. And I still, and I've said this before, mate, and like, I generally think if I hadn't gone through everything with PTSD and if I hadn't gone through the therapy and stuff back then, if lockdown had happened five years ago, I'd not have made it through, mate. Absolutely no fucking chance. Because what got me through lockdown was my relationships with friends and stuff. And if I'd have been cut off through that, and if I'd been going through that in the last two years, I'd be fucking gone, mate. Simple as that. And that's what happened to some people I know. And it's what it's what's happened to a lot of people, mate. And then the number of new alcoholics that we've got, the number of new drug-dependent people that we've got, you know, all of this stuff, mate, is... And it's like, look, again, you can say that there's a reason behind it, but to just to be punishing people, like trying to go out for a walk in the fresh air to keep their head on, and stuff is it's mental to me it's, it's absolutely disgraceful and that i think we've i think is something that the country has agreed on mate because now when this stuff because a lot of people have sacrificed over the last two years whether that sacrifice some people have sacrificed their businesses some people have sacrificed some sanity or relationships or whatever and then we've got to this point now where you're like oh and while you were doing that while you weren't going to your grandma's funeral some people, to be fair, probably just did want to get out of, so probably took a thing. But while you weren't doing that, they were having a fucking party. And that, mate, is why I think they've read the mood of the country now, because I think you could push British people a lot way. But it, when, when you've denied people the right to go and hold the hand of a dying loved one, and you're fucking dancing around on the floor with a fucking lady with a lightsaber people are going to lose lose a patience very quickly and and that's why i think restrictions are coming to an end here mate because they've they they they're jumping before they're pushed essentially what do you think um yeah i think it's a combination mm. also the 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 variant wasn't as fucking i think i think the ver- i mean ignore the i think ignore the ignore all the outrage of a christmas don't ignore it but let's park that to one side at the minute with the the party the parties outrage um, those piss ups and that. I think if you pushed that aside and that uh, hadn't happened, I don't think, I think we would have been coming out not far anyway after this anyway. Because as you quite rightly pointed out, you know, you can push us quite far, but you can't push us too fucking far. And I think that with the uh, obvious data that came out about Omicron not being as, being nowhere near as dodgy as the previous ones, and then you compound that with the the kickback that was starting to happen about the last lockdown we had and then compound that with the massive financial impact this has had on all of all of society from the bottom to the top to those flipping richest people in and out of government um the impact that's had uh we're facing we're staring a massive recession in the face anyway it's gonna come uh i reckon um i think they just made a sensible fucking decision mate. they would have made yeah. the sensible decision decision anyway yeah. now yeah i think they would have they, they, they gambled they gambled they, they gambled and it came off well scotland and wales did not gamble well mate scotland and the wales they um, were hoping this is what pisses me off cool. about that stuff okay cool. they were hoping so what's her name in scotland what's her name Fucking haggis face, 
ginger tuckers. <laughs> uh, I mean, they were basically holding, they brought in those extra me- measures that wasn't recommended by the government. Mm-hmm. They brought in extra, in inverted commas, draconian measures. They brought them in. And they were hoping, they had to have been hoping that it went pear-shaped in England. Omicron was a nightmare. Loads of people would have died for no fucking reason. Mm. They were hoping that, 100%. That's why they did that. They were that they were hoping that would happen. And when it hasn't happened, they've gone, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Because well, they've just made themselves like fools. Because they made decisions not based on the science that was being, that mm-hmm. the apparent science at the time is what the government was saying they were basing their stuff on. For once, made the right decision. Now, again, whether they made that correct decision Whatever reason they made it for, whatever motivations in there, they made the correct decision, right? Um, but I go back to you know, with, with the way they are, might be all government thing. With the way the conservatives are, have been acting, especially at the top of the tree, and that sort of shocking role model behaviour that you see, it it's the same for all parties. Like, they, it, what what does annoy me about politics is, and people fail to see this. I think. Like Joe Public, because they've got no. I don't know. I have the advantage. You have the advantage. We we like we're forced to discuss these things because we do shit like podcasts and forced to think it through. It's almost like a. It's almost like a. It's almost like a what you call it, a um, uh, an affliction, mm. right? Because it's it's stressful. I get stressed out. <laughs> this stuff. I get stressed out thinking this stuff through. Yeah. Honestly, regularly. Like, oh my god. Because my opinion changes from left to not left to right, which is good though. It's good. Yeah, it is. It is good. It's bad. But what I, what I, what what people like seem to fail to see, they they um, you hear it said all the time. They allow themselves to get polarized in various ways. The most old school way that that happens in this country is blue red is Mm -hmm. Labour conservative, completely polarized, right? And when so at the minute the minute you got conservatives in power. This is what happens. Labour turn around and go, ooh, problem, problem, problem. Ooh, they're outrageous. They're shocking. Look, they're all bullshit and they're making this money and X, Y, and Z. Terrible. We do a better job when we get in, right? Labour get in. They do exactly the same thing. Conservatives do exactly the same thing. And it all goes to a finger-pointing game. Again, ooh. And uh, which you need, because the opposition is a check and a balance, right? You need... It should the, be. Yeah, it, sh- it, should, it should be. be. It's not at the minute. Yeah. But it's not at the minute. Because fucking Labour is so fucking weak. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be. You want... you Whether you are... If you're a conservative, you want strong Labour. If you're Labour, you want strong conservative if you're in power. That is what keeps the country on course. Acting fucking responsibly. The problem is... Is that the way opposition works at the moment? They aren't. They aren't looking to make sure that the government are doing what they said they set out to do, like properly do it. They're looking for the headlines. Yeah, of course. They're looking for the headlines, and a lot of the time they're causing the fucking headlines and the leaks and all of that, mm. and a lot of the time to the detriment of the company. Yeah, uh, the company, country. the country, the company. No, but it is like a. Yeah. It, it is like to a the company, detriment of the country, mate, mate. and this is what happens. Mm. I, I, like, I brought up my, uh, my. My family, I'm pretty sure, voted conservative when I was growing up. I don't remember who told me that. I just remember growing up. I'm pretty sure they were voting conservative. Yeah. And people, it's like religion. You grow up into a religion. You're probably going to be that fucking religion. Yeah. You grow up in conservative. You're probably going to be conservative. I don't see myself as anything now. I literally look at like I, I refuse to be polarized. No fucking way. Because when you allow yourself to be polarized and put into a box, when you look across the fence at the other side, all you see is wrong. Even if there's right there, all you see is wrong. And the primary, and, and it's bullshit. You, you, it's a completely irrational way of thinking. And that means then when you go to the ballot box, 
the most important thing you can do, I think, and I vote. I didn't vote for years, right? And I'm coming back around to the idea of doing it. The more, one of the most important things you can do when you go to the ballot box is put a vote in for the person you think aligns with what how you think the country should be run. It doesn't matter whether they're blue or red or green or fucking yellow. It doesn't matter. I give an example of like the most when I sort of realised that kind of way of thinking. I can't remember how I came across it or I sent it. Maybe got posted through Letterbox. Corbyn was leader of the opposition, and maybe a couple of years before he binned it. And I was looking through it. It was the manif- It was like abbreviation of the manifesto, and it was eight or nine bullets on there, bullet points. Most of them, I was like. <laughs> That's bollocks. Don't agree with that. Don't agree with that. Yeah. And there was two of them. I can't remember specifically. There was two of them on there. I thought, hmm, yeah, I'm on board. And I fucking hate Corbyn mm-hmm. for the reason most Asian forces fucking hate Corbyn, yeah. right? Doesn't mean he hasn't got some good and there points. Were, so. and, there were, and there were a couple of points on his thing, mm-hmm. on his manifesto. I thought, yes, I am on board with that. I believe in that. That's correct. Mm-hmm. I didn't go and vote for him because most of all he fucking, well, because exactly. Corbyn, most of it is like bullshit. Yeah. But the point I'm making is, he has a, he had a good to point. the polarized person, they look at it and go, yeah. Yeah. everything bullshit. They won't even read it. Mm-hmm. They won't even look at what the other side's talking about. Mm-hmm. You cannot allow... You have to be open to the idea of change. It's not a bad thing to change your mind. It's mm-hmm. okay. You... Parties evolve, politics evolves, you evolve, your opinions evolve through life. To go through and say, I'm not changing my mind, ignorantly, arrogantly say, I'm not changing my mind for no one because this is my team and I'm there. It's all right with football teams. Yeah. It ain't all right exactly. with life teams. Like politics like fucking black skin white skin like christian people jewish people atheist people agnostic people it's fucking bullshit it's bullshit you can't you can't do it it's like that is that is like the baseline level of where nutters come from (laughs) but mate i i I agree with you but but this is the part of the problem with with government because i agree with you mate like the there's always a there's always something on the other side of the coin right so there is, you know, for example, in government, there's there's reasons for government that are good reasons, but they don't act that way towards us. They have a, it's a very black black and white, you know, thing for them. It's like so they they're not, uh, you know, when you as an individual are looking at things now, you're like, oh, well, what is the plus and the you know the downsides for them? But you know the way that a lot of things are put on us is no, this is the law. And you're like, well, actually, I have a good reason why I need to do something that isn't within this law. No, you're going to fucking prison if you do it. There's no, that that philosophy is not applied to the way that the government interacts with you. And you kind of said, you know, like as, a, as an accident, you said government, you said company, not country. But the government is a company, mate. The government is a company. People, people are career politicians. You know, they come in there for a long time. A lot of people make a lot of money off the back of it. I think Tony Blair, some estimates of his net worth, now he's over 60 million. People say, well, that's from speaking gigs. Why has he got those speaking gigs? Because of the favors he did for people. He's getting paid 300 grand to go up and talk for 20 minutes at a bank that he squared away with a fucking contract. Look, if you don't think that that's fucking backhanded bribes, then, you know, i got a bridge to sell you, which is apparently a saying. I have no idea what it means. <laughs> but, but, you know, but that, that it's, that's the fact. Graft, the graft is a thing. Backhanders are a thing. Favors are a thing. Um, you're going to square me away with a combat cigar layer because you're my mate. If I was in government, I say this all the time. If I was in government, I'd be squaring all my mates away with PPE contracts. So if you want to get me in, I'm just saying, if Johnny Mercer's got a job, he wants to get me in there, I'd, I'd be squaring everyone away. So I'm not saying that you and me wouldn't be doing it because it's human nature that you help your mates out. That's how, that's how things go. But the, the com- you know, it, it is run like a country and it is... And, and that's part of the problem, mate, with the, the to, to bring it onto the parties, like you were saying, 
one party doesn't drastically want to change things because they both benefit from it. They're all in there. They're all employed. They don't want to make massive, massive differences to, you know, if you put somebody into a certain system, mate, we were both, you and, it, you and I were both in a very strict hierarchical system in the army, right? And you can make arguments that that exists. But if when you're in that system, you don't want to disrupt that system because you are, when, once you're a lance jack, you don't want to go and change the way that the system works because now you get to have benefits of being a lance jack or whatever. And it's the same with politics, mate. Uh, in America, like, you know, the Republicans and Democrats, neither, they do a lot of shouting and talking, but neither of them drastically change things up because that would be to the detriment of their own, their own party as but well. They're also tied, they also mm -hmm. tie themselves in knots. So, mm -hmm. for example, the, the, the screaming and shouting that one party will do about another party, it, it also causes, fucking hell, ignore the polarization, it causes, it just causes a, 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 a an inability to have a proper discussion and investigation into what's going on, why is it like this? Like yeah. all this stuff we're talking about here, yeah. it's not that government shouldn't exist, right? It's that the way it is, the way government is governed right now mm -hmm. is incorrect. Yeah. It does not work. It worked at one point. It has not evolved where it needs to be. Like going back to the- It worked, uh, sorry mate, I just got to say, it worked for some people. So let's say for instance, American government in, um, in, in the 40s, Worked for some people, didn't work if you're a black person living in the South. Pretty fucking bad for no, you. No, but that's an so, example, so, but but I, that's I, an I example get, of, get, of progress and moving forward. It, it is it is, and it isn't, mate, because there's always a group of people that the government is oppressing in its own country or in other countries. That's that's how governments work. They are always oppressing somebody at some point. Well, who's it now in the UK? Who's it now in the how's UK? How's it now in the UK? Mate, anybody doesn't follow the laws that the government say. If you don't follow the laws that they say, and this is again, and you were saying earlier a bit about corporations, about hang on, I gotta stop, I gotta chill out on this stuff. It makes me so fucking angry, mate, because they literally, <laughs> they no, mate, they literally go around ruin people's lives and just get away with it. Yeah, but they're not targeting a group. No, they're not targeting, they're not targeting a, group. a group of people. Oh, chill out, chill out, chill out. They're not targeting a group of people. They're saying if you break the law, then you're but, gonna get but, targeted. No, no, no. But yeah. But they are saying a so those laws. One, who do they really apply to? Mostly poor people. Because most things in the UK, if you've got money, you get away with them. Same in America, same in most Western countries. Um, you know, again, all I have to do, use that HSBC example, mate. I mean, I'm just using one example because I just think it paints it so well. If you are tied into that kind of top end of things, if you've got the good lawyers, you're not going to do any fucking time in prison. Loop Look at Prince Andrew now, fucking nonce. He's not, he's a, a, apparently, allegedly, you know. But if that was a lot of people, mate, actually, that's not true because we, we, hardly, we hardly fucking penalize nonces. Um, but the, it's true though, mate, you're laughing, but you're laughing, mate, but like, I have people, I'm I, laughing at you, but I have friends, mate. I, I, I have friends who the, the person, the, the person that sexually abused them when they were a kid did less time in prison than the amount of time that they sexually abused someone for that kind of stuff happens, mate. And those are laws that we could all probably agree to, but then I've got mates. I know people, I know people, mate, who have been sent down to prison for selling a few grams you know, a few grams of coke to the mates. And they've been put away for years for that. And you can say, oh, well, they, they broke the law. Whose law? You know, for one, we fucking know that a bunch of politicians stuck that shit up their nose. We know that. We know that, like, if you go to, if you go to, like, the city in London, as in, like, the city, city, the financial district. You know, politicians are just people, right? They, they are people, mate. Exactly. So why should they have the right to put people in a fucking cage? Because they made a different decision in their life to them. It's insane. It, it, it's some it's, some of the yeah some of the laws are wrong. But but the fact right? that but this but is sorry mate I just want to finish my point. No, my point was <laughs> right. No, my point was 
because you mentioned like, well, what about these companies, blah, blah, blah. I agree with you, like companies could get monopoly. But right now, Amazon ain't coming to my house and putting me in fucking prison if I don't do what's, what Amazon say. And that's what the government do, mate. We, we have to remember that at the end of the day, for the government is essentially a fucking gang. It's a gang, it extorts people, and anyone that doesn't go along with what they say. Like, if you go along with everything they say, yeah, you'd be laughing. But if you don't, you will have violence used against you. And that's not right. It just, it's, it's just not right, mate. Like, it's, it, that's to me, is totally immoral. The idea of using violence against someone else to get your way, I just think it's totally immoral. And I'm speaking as somebody who has been a part of this immoral, you know, system himself. And to be honest, done pretty well out of it. So, but this is what I'm saying, mate. I'm not, I'm not any different to these people. And, and I think that's part of the thing is understanding, like you said, that politicians are just people. Yeah, they are. We shouldn't give people fucking power because it always ends badly. How do you, how do you change it then? Um, well, one, it's one other thing, mate. I honestly don't think you can. I, I like, I, I think we can change little bits, but like you said, like, do things really get rolled back? Like, look at America, mate. Nine Eleven happens, right? We, hang on, we need the Patriot Act. Bring the Patriot Act in. Right, terrorism is not really an issue anymore. Can we can we stop spying on our own citizens now? Uh, no, we're gonna keep the Patriot Act, and then we're gonna add some more stuff to it, and some more stuff, and some more stuff. And if you speak out against us, like Julian Assange, we're gonna put you in prison forever. Like, that's the other thing as well, mate. You and me, right? God, like, and again, I think you can make a good argument for this. We have to be transparent with our tax returns, put our money in, all that kind of stuff. All right, cool. Um, can we have transparency from the government about what you're up to? Oh, no, 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 no. Can't have that. And if you do, you're going to prison. If you do, if you do whistleblow on things. And again, it's more an American problem, but that's kind of how governments operate, mate. It's a very one, it's a very one way street, you know? If you if you blow the like um, but we're miles hang, away from hang on, what hang on. the US are. We are, we are, but we are, but don't 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 forget. No, no, don't forget though, mate. After that uh, Hancock thing happened, they have been trying to bring in. I don't know how successful they've been with it, but they have been trying to bring in more laws to basically um, um, to they went out they went hard after the whistleblowers who released the man that Matt Hancock. Yeah, but what? But that's the CCTV footage, right? But it doesn't matter, mate. It's in the public interest. If those people, if he is going around making decisions on people's lives, that is in the public interest and they have every right to release that footage. But the problem there, guys, in that example, I'm not saying Matt Hancock's a decent bloke. I'm saying, looking at that, CCTV footage released from inside the heart of the place that runs the fucking country, right? Where, I, where they are breaking their own on, rules. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Fucking chill out. Like, just pretend you don't want like coffee, right? <laughs> the point I'm making is, if you say, okay... That should be acceptable if it's in the public interest. It's too much of a grey area. Because do you know what happens? Shit that shouldn't get leaked ends up getting leaked. And it becomes a security issue. Because there's no one to make the choice. Mate, you know what else so is what happens is you put the rule in place. Mm. It would prevent stuff getting leaked that shouldn't be leaked. But also... Well, I don't know how you get around but, it. Mate, but you, you, mate, you know what else is a grey issue? Grey issue. Don't leave your house. Close your business. Lose your business. I'm sorry, mate. The idea of, or because it's in their place of business, they have no problem going in other people's places of business, shutting their fucking businesses down. So why the fuck should we get to go? <laughs> Can we talk about something other than politics, mate? Stuff does my head in. What are you writing at the minute? <laughs> How to hang politicians. <laughs> Do you know what I'm reading? Did we talk about this in the toilet earlier? Yeah. Reading uh, about uh, Soviet Russia. Mm. It's, it's relevant, yeah. So... Oh yeah, I bet it is, mate, comrade. Mate. Well, no. Do you know why I started? Because you, it was when all the fucking, all the woke arguments again on both sides. Not saying woke people are dog shit or not. Mm. <laughs> I'm not saying that, right? But and it was it was things it was things getting thrown up like oh, fascism and 
communism and fucking blah blah comrade blah 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 and I haven't a clue about all that stuff I didn't have and I went and I, I've been reading I've been reading uh, uh, Stalin the reading that on the Kindle I can tell mate <laughs> <laughs> big government fan here <laughs> Uh, read Stalin and then audiobook in uh, the uh, an abridged version of the Gulag Archipelago. Oh yeah, it's pretty scary, isn't it? Yeah. And depressing. But what's interesting, I didn't I didn't intend to do those two at the same time alongside each other. Fascinating. Mm. Fascinating. But I was reading Stalin and I thought and it's literally about his life from when he was a boy all the way through. And this is from archives that were released in the nineties about him, right? So it's, it's about so bi- biography, is it? Of sorts. Right. Yeah. So basically, when Stalin was in power, he he basically, when he was in power, he um, censored a load of his own background. He didn't want people knowing. Like, he was a mega poet. Well, I say mega poet. He was a, he was a, a, a capable poet, for example. He was a very capable writer. Um, uh, and just as two examples. Well, he, he censored all this stuff. And he was fucking Georgian, mate. He wasn't even Russian. He was Georgian. So they, he censored all this stuff to protect his identity of what he was to the Rus- to the Soviet people, because obviously Soviet Russia wasn't just R- Russians. It was a load of people. Right. And then when he came out of power, the Kremlin censored fucking everything. They're like, lock hmm. all that shit down. We don't want anyone finding about all this. In the 90s, all got released. And then since the 90s, there's been different people do- and they've, They've gone and done different biographies, biographies about him. Lots, you know, different, lots of different languages. Anyway, it's one of reading supposedly supposed to be the best one by a guy called Robert Service. And mate, it is mega. It is, it is mega. Mm. I was reading it and I thought, I wonder if I'm going to get to a point in this book and see any similarities. What's going on now in terms of communism, Marxism, and what and what's going on now in the early stages, mm. mate? Seventeen pages in, and I, I closed the book. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, there it is. What, and what, what, in terms of communism compared to the early stages, so so the thing is, what you can't say is, oh, oh, because there's similarities in in society and and well in the in the UK now, or in the world now actually, Western world now, and they're they're things that are very similar to what happened at the start of communism. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that oh well we're going to be fucking communism. Yeah, yeah, they're just common things. You know definitely, what I mean? Definitely. It's like uh, oh. Uh, uh, you've got uh, depression and anxiety or you've got PTSD no 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 no, no. you know what I mean but anyway the things were right at the start okay right at the start Um, they were the young Marxists Stalin other people uh, obviously fucking Lenin um, people like that they were they were basically trying to rally rally the um, proletariat, the working class. They were trying to rally them to get some fire inside them and rebel against Tsarist Russia, you know, Imperial Russia. And one of the ways they would do it, as an example, is they would go and they would get them to organise protests and sow disconsent at the places of work because of the working conditions or because of they didn't like the way that they were being treated by their bosses. And But most of it was not like anything crazy bad. Mm-hmm. But just as an example, I mean, that's a terrible example. It was a bunch of shit anyway. I read the book. <laughs> fucking hell, it's fucking terrible. The book. And, and sowing propaganda, mm. bullshit, misinformation was a classic mm, yeah. in there. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. And then it rolls on and they went to this idea of, I mean, it comes back to it, it, not having governance, right? It comes back to that. So if you have this 
aspiration. I'm not saying you. Sorry. But yeah, but I, I was going to say, but like they they never removed governance; they just replaced it exactly. with a different governance. But the, but on the pretense that there wasn't going to be governance, right? So it's like it Is was that how be, they sold it? Was it was going to be a classless a classless society. Right? I, don't, I don't think who, they. I don't think they. Were, it was going to be a governmentless, classless society. No, but no, no, no. But but just hang on, let me finish. Sorry. It was going to be a classless society, right? And they put the power in the hands of the proletariat, uh, the working class, and the working class would run the country. Yeah, all of the all of the um, resources and that would be shared amongst them, and government would control business. They would control output production. They control exports. They control import imports. All of that, and everyone be would be equal. But exactly as you and, and people bought into that. Yes, we're going to be equal. There's going to be no more. There's going to be no more. Um, what are they called? Bourgeoisie. There's going to be no more wealthy people. All the wealth will be shared. Blah 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 blah. And which is aspirations of many that's, people that's know. not what I'm saying I, I'm right. not, I know you're not right, saying cool. that I know you're saying that but on the surface of it people you know you can say oh my god wouldn't it be great if all the wealth was shared and wealthy people they have fucking no place it shouldn't be people with crazy amounts of wealth everyone should have equally everyone should have the, the same opportunity the same access to shit everyone should be treated equal well it's impossible so in the in the example of Soviet Russia they went for that class of society, but like you said, you have to have class. There has to be, a, there has to be, there has to be a ruling there, and you have levels. It's just all they did in Russia. They changed the names of them. The everyone became the the proletariat, and then within the proletariat, you had the um, Politburo, and you had the, you had basically the, the Soviet government, the the head, the main Soviet government, and you had the the Soviets, the council split around, right? Yeah. But all they did was change the names. Stalin was loaded. The the Politburo, none of them lived in, none of them lived like, uh, they they didn't share their wealth equally. They lived in massive fucking houses. Mm -hmm. They didn't do like the kind of work that other people do. They didn't have have on the the agricultural side, not this coffee is strong, whatever. They didn't have have to go and work on farms and work on a farm for 12 hours, Mm -hmm. take all their grain in, right? And then have to give Mm -hmm. 70% of it government, keep 30% for their little village. Didn't have to do that. They were at the top. All they did was rename it. They just weren't. They weren't the elite anymore because they'd renamed it yeah. until this was just bluff in place yeah. until it was an uprising again. How did I come on to that? But uh, well, I know. I just say, but that is why when you talk about stuff like that, mate, I I'm very wary when governments start using terms like greater good and all that kind of thing because that's usually a thing. That's usually a term for we're going to take some shit off you. And we need an excuse, so we're going to say greater good. And we're either talking money, and we're talking rights, or whatever. But great, greater good is a very <coughs> dangerous, you know, kind of term. Even though I think it's something that we all kind of agree, most of us agree to, right? Um, but when it, when it's in the hands of politicians, I do disagree with it. You mentioned that the, the misinformation and lies and stuff like that, mate. And I think that to me, mate, over the last couple of years has been the biggest worry. Like for me, like. I think the truth is important, mate. And I also think that the truth is powerful. And I think that when you tell people the truth, if the truth um, is something that is compelling, people will usually act on it. Not always, but a lot of the time. Um, and I think one of my issues you know, with, with power over the last couple of years has been lies. Lies, 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 lies. Misinformation, misinformation, misinformation. Stifling of truth. Stifling of conversation. First and foremost, like I've always said, if you're that, if you are that um, certain that what you're saying is correct, then why wouldn't you have that conversation, you know, with somebody? Why do you feel 
the need to shut it down. You know, even if you are correct, why would you not have that conversation? And the other thing I think is important as well, mate, is like, you know, you asked me earlier, well, what, how, how should we do it? And I don't have the answer for you, mate. And, and the reason I think that's important, I think it's important to be able to say, I don't have the answer right now. So like right now as a country, I think if most people probably think that things aren't working properly. And the reason I think it's so important for us to get this right is because if not, it might be 50, 60 years down the line, but what happens is you get a revolution. And then when you have a revolution, everything goes to shit because you still have the same problems you had before, like distribution and healthcare, or, or well, not necessarily I say healthcare, but people still have medical issues, people still have um, law, law and order issues, all that stuff. That also exists. But when you have a revolution, you know, you're usually just replacing people who were professional with amateurs. People don't know how the systems work. That's why you always have, like, in you know, um, communist countries, you have famine and things like that because people take over these systems. Those people fucking end up dying because they fuck up the um, the the food distribution and the the you know essentially the cycles. And I think that like we need to be having the conversations about right what isn't working so that we can change it over time. You know, because like, what's going to happen otherwise is eventually this stuff will keep building, keep building, keep building. And then one day the whole fucking deck of cards is going to fucking come down. And you don't you don't think that will happen, mate, because you've lived and grown up in Britain. It's a stable country. But I'm telling you, mate, as someone who studied... I didn't say, some, it, I, I didn't but, say well, No, no, no. Well, you, your eyes said it, mate. No, no, no. no but as, no, as no. someone that's... I'm like, well, things always been history, mate. You look at it and you're like, oh, same thing. Build, 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 collapse. Build, 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 collapse. Don't have to be like that. There's, we can get ahead of the problems and just be like, look, this isn't this isn't working right now. Um, this isn't working right now. Let's get a few, maybe even decades ahead of the problem. Let's start solving up. Let's start solving some of these issues. But as you were saying earlier, mate, with the teams that you know, one, the career politicians, two, they're on teams. There's no drive with that lot to be like, right, let's, you know, let's reform ourselves. Let's, you know, actually make some some changes we don't have to because they're not accountable for their actions exactly man. That's not, a massive, but, but, that, but that should be one of the first things that comes into it is accountability now you just think as you as an individual mate like you've got kids right now you have to balance like obviously living your life with giving your kids rules and everything like that but if you were smoking and drinking every day would you have any kind of right to tell your kids don't be smoking and drinking when you grow up or would you, or or should you? Well, maybe the better question is, would you expect them to listen? And I'd have the right to tell them. You'd have the right to tell them, but would they listen? They're going to be like, "Well, Dad, Ooh, we've seen you smoking, maybe, and drinking, maybe, maybe, not. yeah, all the time." And I think in this country, mate, until you can't ask and you can't make people be accountable for stuff when you're not yourself, like that's just such a basic leadership thing that, like, why would anybody? Why would anybody listen to somebody that's saying, right, you need to do this for the greater good, you need to do that for the greater good? But, mate, you, you, it's, it's, you're, you're talk we're going to have to wrap this up in a minute, mate, but you're talking like almost like we're infallible. Again, to the point, the human beings there, they can't be perfect. And, uh, and that is not me excusing their actions, by the way. That's Which, not, but the, that's but not is, me. But that, you, but that is exactly not, why they need to be limited in power, mate, because I totally agree with you. They are people. They're going to fuck up. And I don't want that fuck up to be an Iraq invasion. Well, there's that. There's that. There's the... There's the there is the checks and balances in place. We need to look at removing the opportunity for for behaviour that isn't in the interests of the people, not representing the people on the MP level, right? And then I think we also need to improve the quality of the people that sit in government. Plug for campaign forces. Johnny Ball. 
You're right. a camping force? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm plugging Combat Cigar, Steve, mate. You're going to have to give me some money Why if you want me to plug, plug it in. No, <laughs> you're a camp, camping no, I'm, force. I'm not. Yo, actually, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Johnny Ball, yeah. ex-mill, yeah. and he's, he's trying to make politics more accessible for military because yeah. he thinks we should have more people like Dan Jarvis in government, more people like Johnny Mercer in government, depending on your opinion of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I've heard... And Tony Elwood, and there's a bunch of others. Yeah. Uh, so my, my thing, mate, is like, I, I just think at the moment we're feeding good people into a bad system. Um, I, I, I think yeah. I think the system needs to change, and I don't know if you can do that. I like, I'm, I, and I'm, I'm not. I don't want to speak for all these people, but from what I've heard, you can't get shit changed in the middle. There, like there, we had Tulsi Gabbard, you know, um, on Veterans State of Mind and stuff. She dropped out of politics. I, I think you and me were both agreed that she was our favorite this is candidate. America again, right for people not. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I switch. I spend a lot of time between the two, so I, I switch a lot. I, my, my head's between the two of them, and I do think so goes America, so goes the world in a lot of ways. Um, but um, you know, she dropped out of politics after that run. And I'm just thinking, like, she would have been. Has she binned it now? She. Well, she's still involved in it, but she's not a congresswoman anymore. Oh, I didn't know that. And and that's the problem. Is like, explain like, who Tulsi Gabbard is. Uh, so she was a a, a Democratic um, nominee for for president. And I'm like you, mate. I go. But a so, background. Um, so a background veteran, uh, congresswoman. Um, very kind of like bipartisan. Happy to work on either side. Very America. You know, like pro. Um, very, um, I would say, pro-human, but at the same time wanted America to end its um, end the foreign wars. You know, by no means a, a pacifist. You know, all for kind of uh, defending America with strong military and stuff, but not going out. And she wouldn't, and on a journey up to the political, up the political ladder, she wouldn't take large donations yeah. from organizations, corporations, individuals. Mm -hmm. Who would then expect to have power over what she said and did? She had it was really interesting. Yeah, and you know, I, I I go back and forth on what, which you know, or I used to. Now I just think I just kind of given up on the whole thing. That um, <laughs> that you know, but I, I you know, I usually be like Republican candidates, but with her, I was like, oh, definitely, you know, kind of back her and stuff. And um, I I just I just don't think. Like and look, mate. At the end of the day, when when I'm talking about this stuff, it is pretty much all pie in the sky. I I do genuinely believe that we could exist in a uh, ba basically with some form of very very minimal government. Um, you know, we and, existed and, and, like that once, mind you. You know, we existed like that once. We existed like that. We existed without any government, without any councils, without any of that. We existed, and we're here because we needed more checks and balances we need more regulation we need more laws because people are fucking assholes regardless of what you think but where's the check someone and will come along and rape thing. your wife with no law with no regulations with no no government nothing like that someone will come along so, so you say mate are you saying in order for me to not have someone to come are you saying in order for someone not to come along and rape my wife we have to go to war in iraq and afghanistan no, and libya and all these places that's different that's no but it isn't different though mate because why the like i agree with you that we probably do need some kind of local police force and stuff. But why can't you have a local police force and then you don't at the same time? So, like, let's say for you and me, we live in our town of, um, we live in Kia Town, right? Um, and we say, and these, we, we have a police force that we all pay into. Like, because right now, your council tax, you're paying into your police. Why can't we pay into the police and then say, right, this is what we want enforced in our area? We want you to concentrate on um, these kind of crimes, these violent crimes, especially. We want you to, um, um, if you, we want you to. I don't. know, Maybe some people. Who decides? Who decides? What? The fucking local area, mate. But who decides? You can't. So how do you come to a decision about what you want the police to focus on? Just uh, practically, no. 
Okay, I, I'm telling honestly, you've got the situation. It's Kia Town. You've got a local police force that we all donate to. Yes. Now, how does the town decide on what the police sh- force should be the number one priority? They're talking to each other and deciding on it. But my view is going to be the same as yours. If but my no, shop yeah, but got this, yeah, but this, yeah, but this is the thing, mate. Right? This is this is the this is what the idea. Because I, uh, we at the end of the day always need to come to compromises and come to decisions together as people. But it, what, why doesn't it happen though, mate? Because conflict. Because listen, so, and again, on the baseline level, that example, okay. And again, we're not saying this is the way it should be done, but fucking on that example, you say right, we should focus on paedophilia because that is the number one problem. My, I'm my, just using that as an example because we know, all agree. Because we all my, agree on it. My X, Y, or Z relation got mm-hmm. uh, got molested by a paedophile it's growing this area I want, I want to concentrate on the police okay what do you reckon I come along and go negative ghost rider I want murder focused on because XYZ well, mate, you're not going to have to choose between paedophilia no, and murder for two seconds for two seconds no but it, I'm highlighting the point the point I'm making is if you leave a bunch of people to go to try and govern themselves like that it doesn't work because what? Well, so hang on so you go there's, then there's conflict because we disagree. I, at that level, such emotional stuff, I disagree. No, I want the police to concentrate on this and you say no, I want the police to concentrate on this. And how does everyone else, no one else, no one's going to choose one or the so, other. So right? I just, so the reason, I'm going to disagree because I, I think you gave my point wrong. <laughs> what I'm, no, what I'm saying is, okay, right. at the end of the day, there are some things we're all going to agree on. Rape, murders, all that. Everyone's going to but agree on this. we chose a focus area you're talking about. But no, no, well, no. There's, and this, okay. is the, this is the difference. So what we're going to say is, like, we don't want cops in our local area to put... If you see someone with a broken... If you broke a broken light, we don't want you to pull that person over, right, and fucking find that person. It's, this is our local area. If you see a person with a broken light, pull them over, let them know that the light's out, and that's it. That's as far as it goes. We don't want you... We don't... And then you might decide, but we do want you to enforce if somebody's driving past the school at such a... Speed, but there's certain things, mate, that are not in the things that we would not we would not all choose to do, right? And that's the problem at the moment is we don't have any choice in this stuff. So you might have an area again. The drugs is just a very, oh, oh I tell you what, let's use a different one for example. We might decide in our town. Look, if um, two young lads get in a fight in a bar, and that they both agree that like you know what we were both, you know we were both just drunk. We were starting to fight, boys being boys. We might decide, yeah, we don't want those people to get sent to fucking prison over that. We don't want them to be taken away from their families. We don't want their careers to be ruined. But where's our choice in this stuff, mate? We don't get any. And that's the fucking problem, mate. It's not that there isn't some things that we all, you know, agree on. It's not that there's going to be some things that some people don't. It's that we have no choice. Right, right now, there is there no... Do. Where, do. where do we get a yeah, choice in this stuff? Of course we have a, of where? Course we have a choice. Where? Where is the choice? Where right now can I go and say, well, where right now can I have a choice in the UK and say that I don't want an 18-year-old that has a fight in a bar to go to prison? Where is that choice you mean for in a, anyone? In an area, for example. Where, where in the UK does that well, not it happen? On the, for that example, it doesn't work. Okay, where in the UK, it's not fair, where in the UK can I say that somebody that sells some weed to somebody that wants some weed, where does that person not go to prison in the UK? Hang on. It doesn't work, guys. Why does it not work? Why? This, this why? is why. Mate, mate, this is why. On a practical level, let's say in this town, yeah, you don't get, you sell weed and you don't get to go to prison for it. Town, another town, you do. I go out, I go to the other town, I get arrested, chucked in jail. So, so don't go. So you don't go to the other town. But my problem, my point is, mate. Right now in the UK, <laughs> there's nothing that reflects how a lot of people choose to live their life, and there's no choice out of it. And you, if you go against what the government say, it's not even your neighbours, it's what the government say, they will fucking put you in prison, mate. 
And that's, I think like that's that's absolutely disgusting me. Well, like taking someone's time away from them, taking someone's like why is why is murder so bad? Because you've taken someone's time and life away. Putting someone in a prison for a long stretch, mate, is a form of fucking murder. Because you have taken time away from someone that they are never going to get back. And you've taken it away a lot of the time for something that is absolutely fucking victimless. And I think it's disgusting, mate. And, like, there are benefits to having a government in the UK. But this idea, like, look, mate, if I got fucking molested by a teacher and he was a great teacher, I still had benefits from that teacher. I still got fucking raped by that teacher. Yeah. Do you know victim, what I mean? Victimless crime is a different kettle of fish. But, 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 no, but it's not a different kettle of fish, mate. Because those people who are in prison right now are in that fucking kettle. Uh, I, no. So like you're, you're, but in terms of what we were just talking about, but we, yeah, but police, that's no. but, but that's something that we all agree on, mate. So this, I, you know, it's 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 by the by that we a lot of us will agree on the same things, or you know, there are those kind of crimes. Your eyes have got bigger on this copy, by the way. <laughs> but like, you know, the the fact is, because like, we can say like, oh yeah, well yeah, that's different. It's victimless crime. It ain't fucking different to people in prison right now, mate. They're fucking locked in prison. They've been torn away from their fucking families. They probably never fully fucking get back into society. There's a very high, um, uh, I, th I think it's something like 75% of guys go on to re-offend. And a lot of the reason with that is they can't get jobs or anything like that. It's fucking disgusting, mate. And, and I'm, I'm fed up with these fucking hypocrites, basically, um, ruining people's lives. And then when they make up their, when they make their own, not just mistakes, when they make their own criminal behaviour and they are caught out, just slide. Bring it back, Tony Blair, mate. A motherfucker led us into a war, which, again, I'm not going to lie, enjoyed my tours. So I'm, I'm as guilty as anyone. <laughs> I, I probably should do some time myself for it. But the fact is, he led us into a war where hundreds of thousands of people could be killed. Never do a day in prison in his life. And then we've got guys who have had a fight who are in prison and it's gonna that has derailed in a lot of the ways of life for something that just is just what young lads do. Agree with the Tony Blair sentiment, apart, and we are going to wrap this up in a minute after I make my point. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, go. But, no, no, say but no. he's also not the only one to blame. He didn't do it single handed. He didn't, mate, and they should be fucking on the end of a rope as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, go on, mate. I want to hear your, I want, I want to hear your point, though. No, that was it. All right, go. <laughs> was it, mate? <laughs> right, let's wrap it up and get some scoff. It's seven o'clock. Is it? Yeah, seven o'clock, yeah. Any final words? Are you going to run for MP? No, mate, I don't believe in what we have. I like that would be that that would be like me going to join um, a church that I don't believe in the religion. I don't believe in what we have right now, and like, and I, I don't know exactly what the answer is, but I just know this ain't it. Well, one 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 of the ways it improve is definitely one hundred. And I, I mentioned campaign force earlier. It's not like a fucking plug. He hasn't told me to say. It. I genuinely believe in one of the ways that we can improve the way we're governed. We can improve the way our our we we can improve a fucking life in relationship to the government, is by improving the quality of people in there, i.e. people who have a strong foundation, a strong moral foundation, a strong ethical foundation, and um, and are less likely to be swayed from those than the current cohort, most of the current cohort in government now. That's what I think. I kind of agree with you, but instead of doing that, I think we should just hang politicians. <laughs> on that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> on that bombshell. But, uh, mate, how do people find your publication? No, no, no. <laughs> um, you know, um, where how, how do they find it? Uh, Veterans State of Mind. Um, oh, your podcast, yeah, Veterans State of Mind. Yeah, okay. we have Ransom Bands on there, which is basically what today's turned into. And mate, you uh, just fucking brought this down a level that's not been at since your last, your last, uh, my last one. 
Appearance. Well, that's appearance. I'm joking. It's oh, the podcast. It's very heated. Yeah. Oh, mate, it's just, look, at the end of the day, mate, like, I just, I, the reason I get wound up about the stuff, mate, is because the same way, like I said, like, pe- people's lives are literally being taken and we're just letting it fucking, we're just letting it slide. And I just think that's fucking terrible, mate. Like, all of us joined, anyone listening to join the military, I think there was always a part of us who wanted to do good, right? Like, when we were in Iraq and Afghanistan and stuff, we did think that we were helping people out. And we did it to give people better lives. And the idea that we're just kind of being blind and just allowing people's lives to be ruined now because it doesn't affect us or because, you know, you've got, well, well, you know, the, you know, it's not the law or whatever. It just, it's just such a cop-out, mate. And I, I just think that, like, we can have all the stuff that makes Britain, Britain, has made Britain one of the best places in the world to live, which I think it is. I do think it's one of the best places in the world to live um, in all of history. Has been the fact that people have rights and has been the fact that we um, have, a, have democracy. And I think democracy, mate, doesn't just need to... I think we, democracy just needs to kind of be, especially in this age of technology, I don't think there's any reason that we can't kind of have democracy on a smaller scale um, and that you have, uh, you know... A, Countries have their own rights. Countries aren't ruled by empires, um, and I don't. I don't think that we as individuals should be ruled by essentially an empire that's working out of London. You know that us as individuals have our rights, and when it comes down to it, I always think like, you know, how did I want to be treated in the military? Did I want to be shouted at and, and bullied into doing what I was told, or did I want to be given opportunity and being like, look, we're going to give you this opportunity to do that and rise to the occasion? And some people won't, mate, but to your point earlier, how do we progress as a society? Well, we, by, by treating people better and giving people the chance to grow into it, we're never going to have a society where people act better and act in people's interests and stuff if we're never going to give people the opportunity to, to, to rise to the occasion, mate. Um, yeah, I don't know. Should go and get some scoff. I want a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's rock and roll. Been a pleasure, been a pleasure. Cheers, oh, you got a website, yeah? Uh, uh, vsonpodcast.com. Cool. probably the easiest yeah, one to get right, to. Right. Cheers, mate. That's it for today. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Do follow us on social media. Do, um, if you prefer watching the podcast, you can go and watch them on YouTube. So you can see my ugly mug on every episode and the guest's ugly mug or pretty mug or handsome mug, whoever it is the guest is. You can... Look into the whites of their eyes while they're spinning their dits and telling their stories and imparting their extensive knowledge and experience on you, the listener, and me, the interviewer. So yeah, YouTube's everywhere. You can also become a patron of the podcast, um, get access to all, get access to a whole load of stuff, actually. Access to the podcast, every single podcast before it's released, generally released, uh, on general release. You also get access to interviews that are done that are not released publicly. I interviewed Steve separately before this podcast. It's a mini podcast, if you like, a more structured interview. It lasts about 10, 15 minutes. Each one does, and that happens with every guest. You can get a unique insight into Steve's life and experiences about other stuff that we didn't mention on this podcast. Yeah, become a patron. Patreon.com forward slash HK podcasts or go on to the podcast website charliecharlie1.com and hit become a patron easy peasy easy pe- saying easy peasy a lot today do you know why because it's easy peasy become a HR patron don't forget this podcast was brought to you by Combat Cigars Combat Cigars are a veteran owned veteran operated cigar company the only British military owned 
cigar company in existence sourcing cigars from a family who've been producing them for over 200 years. Incredible cigars. People who try out cigars for the first time are repeatedly saying these are the finest cigars they are tasting. I am not joking. They are saying that. Yes, it surprises me too. We are very lucky to have landed on our feet with our cigar partners who produce a cigar for us. Very happy. CombatCigars.co.uk. There's a sale on right now. It ends very, very soon. You need to get amongst it, right? Get on there. And uh, there are discount codes floating about if you search for them. There are. In fact, let me think. CC2022, I think, is one of them. Yeah, I didn't tell you that. Keep that a secret. CombatCigars.co.uk. This podcast is also brought to you today, today, remember, by Rugby for Heroes. The not-for-profit organisation, a fucking incredible not-for-profit organisation, who organise fundraising events to raise money for military charities. Okay? This organisation is one of my favourite on the planet. One, because they do good stuff. Two, because there's awesome people behind it, and I know those people, and I don't advocate anything that I don't wholeheartedly believe in. Rugby for Heroes is one of those organisations I, like, I like to advocate. advocate. Rugbyforheroes.org. Rugbyforheroes.org. Look for their supper clubs. Look for their events coming up this year and get along to one of them. Or all of them. I'll see you at all of them. I'm going to all of them. I'm going to make sure I do. The podcast was also brought to you today. The podcast was also brought to you today by the Aardvark Group. The Aardvark Group has established itself as a major player in its field. And they've been doing that since 1982 because they're renowned for their exceptional technology and innovative propositions that support countless defence ministries, the humanitarian and NGO sectors, and commercial operators in theatres of war and post-conflict environments around the world. Many of the listeners, many of the watchers, could be you, are one of those people. You are those people. You work in those dodgy areas. You don't mind doing it. You've got skills and experience to bring to bear, and Aardvark can help you capitalise on that. They've also got a shop, uh, on the side, I say on the side, they've got a shop, it's not on the side, it's like some dodgy thing, on their website, which tells you all about their products and services, they've also got a shop, where you can get bits of kit, bits of kit, you can get, what am I saying, they've got kit and equipment, that is designed for carrying on the man or woman, in those theatres of war, hostile environments, post-conflict zones, things like trauma packs, med kits, go on to the website aardvark.group if you see something there you fancy use the discount code h-h-o-u-r checkout and you will get a discount that's it thank you to the sponsors of the podcast for bringing you the podcast today thank you become a patron if you so wish and i will see you in the private discord community there is for patrons uh until next time out <laughs>